You're listening to DraftKings Network. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. It's The Cooligans from across the border. Across the border. Which border? Yeah, well, I mean, for those of us, for those of our fans who listen to our Trump fans, they're like, finally. <laughs> they're gone. Wrong border. <laughs> Wrong border. No, we're in the... The, the the part where we, we have not been deported to this side of the border. So. Right. This is where we're going to self-deport we're if gonna... things get real bad. We uh, are in my second favorite city in the world. Uh, Montreal. Eh, maybe my third, London. I've been telling everyone it's my second, but just to be nice to them, I think London is my second favorite city in the world. But we are in Montreal. We, we are in Montreal. Montreal uh, we, Canada. Canada. Quebec. <laughs> this has been uh, – I mean, we've. I mean, it's only been one evening that we've really <sighs> spent here. And How it's many a, hours do you think we've been here – we slept what seven hours? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we together what fifteen hours maybe? That's about it, and it's uh, and it's already uh, we're calling it home already. Yeah, time to go. Uh, this has been uh, this is great. Yeah, we are the Cooligans. We are in uh, Montreal. We just watched oh, yeah. uh, Montreal against Toronto uh, in in Montreal. I mean, the, for the atmosphere M- for the MLS playoffs, and it's been it's the first leg. The first and leg, and it was it's already hot. This could have been the final. Yeah, it was. I mean, so many people. I've never, I've never attended a soccer game with that many people. No, not at all. Sixty-one thousand and four. Yeah, ridiculous. And if you look around, there was very, very few. It was hard to find empty seats. That's right. Uh-huh. You know, because I know sometimes they use the tickets handed out versus the tickets sold, or you know, gate number. But this who, felt like who it cares felt like about all twenty thousand? Who, who cares about the details at at this? It moment? actually felt like one hundred twenty-two thousand and eight. <laughs> I mean, it, it was surreal because the game was held at Olympic Stadium. Yeah, you could hear my voice. I'm not only am I getting over being sick, but we were. I mean, the atmosphere was intense. It was it, it was incredible. So we, yeah, I mean, we had a a, a a great time. Obviously, this episode of the show is going to be a little bit abridged. Yeah, I mean, so first so far, it's already late. <laughs> it's already uh, late, and we, this is going to be short. Uh, we are in uh, we're in our hotel room. Is it a motel room or Holiday Inn? Hotel, motel, or Holiday Inn room? Uh, If your friend starts acting up, (laughs) just take her friend. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for dating uh, us here. I mean, this is – but uh, overall, this has been uh, pretty great. Yeah, I mean, the atmosphere has been intense. The city itself is incredible. I mean, I don't think – I don't think there's anything you can say about the city that's negative. It's just a fun place to be. For everyone who's from New York who's never been to Montreal, six-hour drive. Do it. Make sure you have a passport or else they won't let you back in the America, uh, the United States of America. But it's kind of like Brooklyn, right? This is like a big that's Brooklyn. A, that's, that was a very reasonable advice. Make sure you have a passport when yeah. leaving the country. <laughs> well, you know, you don't have to have a passport to get into Canada, but you do have to get back. You do have to have a Yeah, yeah. I think, was, I mean, I, you know, if, if you're looking to us to give you that advice right. on if you're how to, to this podcast, right. to, for international travel, <laughs> please, you, this is the wrong. There's someone just it's standing a, at their door with bags waiting it's for it's the already too late. to give them travel advice. <laughs> it's already too late. Somebody, Somebody's trapped in like some Slovenian prison because uh, they didn't listen to our podcast. They forgot to bring their passport. Hilarious. <laughs> if that's the case. Then God bless you for listening. Uh, but, Slovenia. <laughs> but let's uh, let's go over let's go over the game. There were obviously two uh, MLS playoff games. Uh, uh, Seattle played against Colorado after the Montreal yeah, Toronto match. match of the day. Uh, but you know we didn't get to see that one. Because no, we wanted to, but uh, our match started a little late. A little late. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's start with that because uh, obviously the game ended three to two uh, for Montreal. 
But the game, there was about a 40-minute delay. I mean, let's just also say, like, how tired we were already. Yes. We, you it know, was a, I drove six hours. You slept a little bit in the car. You must have been exhausted. Yeah, it must uh, have, after yeah. I offered repeatedly to yeah, drive. Sure but. he did. As you <laughs> snored. <laughs> okay, sure. Create this false, <laughs> create this false narrative. Homie brought a blanket and one of those travel pillows that wrap around your neck. Switched on the heated seat. Apparently, you're just a, a, a robe. You're like a, a you know a self driving car who just who doesn't who doesn't need to rest or sleep. I don't you just want to switch off, my dude. Drive all day. I that's got fine. this. That's fine. I was comfy. You could, you could drive five miles under the speed limit <laughs> while you're trying to. And also, we stopped to get snacks. And your boy did what he usually does, which is he got himself a coffee and some Doritos. I yep. was thinking Doritos or uh, chocolate uh, M&M peanuts. Mm-hmm. Those were the two. And I decided to go uh, Doritos for some reason. Got uh, love the pretty, orange powder. Pretty brave of you. I agree. Yeah. So I said, let's get snacks. I'm waiting in line for the coffee. And I look over. And the homie Christian got his snacks in his hand. Yep. Two oranges. Wow. I mean... Disgusting. It's a road how, trip, man. How dare he? It's a road trip. <laughs> yeah, when it's a road trip, you got to eat gross food. <laughs> Not gross. Those, those are the rules. All, first of all, Doritos, a potential future sponsor. <laughs> Don't you dare give him that. Unless M&M Peanuts is interested, in which case, you're right, it was gross. We should have went with M&M Peanuts. <laughs> Flavor that melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wow, that was <laughs> Just all, in case. That was on point, yeah. yeah I know, even when I have, even when the voice is half out, we're good. <laughs> uh, but so he comes over, and you know, he does the sensible thing, which is while I'm filling up my coffee with a little bit of sugar and cream or whatever the hell I was putting in it, I look over, and Christian is peeling the oranges. It was just like, you don't eat the peel. I don't know if you know that. So <laughs> you have to that. peel the oranges. I've only ever used those uh, to someone to throw at me while I have a bat in my hand because it's funny to watch them explode. But, okay. uh, but the juice tastes amazing. <laughs> uh, yes. I, so the, he peels can, the oranges. Uh, he gets in the car. He's just like gently eating. Like a, like, a, like a professor who has a year left before he's retired. He is just <laughs> gently and quietly almost thinking to himself, well, today's a beautiful day. And Christian, you got yourself a beautiful orange. And we have four hours left of this trip, which is enough time for you to nap. After this orange fills your belly, and you're so full and tired (laughs) that you must take one of those orange coma naps that everyone who weighs under 100 pounds knows how it is. Wow, there's a, a lot of emotion about an orange. There's, I mean, I, there's years of resentment. I, I haven't even, I haven't even known you long enough for to to develop this many years of resentment that I can sense I've in your taken voice. Everyone in recess growing up who didn't whip out a Ziploc bag filled with soft batch cookies. So this is why I put that on you. I, I particularly like having healthier food on road trips because I'm very concerned about having to poop. While I'm on a road trip, wouldn't an orange make you poop more? It's no, all I don't, natural like fiber and shit. I don't, I don't know. I, well, I don't want to have an upset stomach. I, I'm like, but I you ca- know, Doritos isn't going to make you poop. Doritos hold your poop in. Oh, really? That's frat boy food. But you might have a, like a stomach ache. You know, I don't want to. You know, as you were driving, licking your fingers, uh, getting Dorito dust off your off your hands. Oh, man. I have no interest That's in typical driving in participating stuff. in that kind of behavior. And of course, you lick your fingers and keep a tissue nearby so you don't get Doritos all over the car. <laughs> That Look at that. does not know you had Doritos. But <laughs> so you're tired. I'm tired. We get to the stadium. The energy is intense. First of all, the march. The march. Oh, man. We literally made it in time to watch uh, the ultras or the ultras, yeah. as they say. Ultras. Yeah. Uh, march from Bar 99, which is like, what, maybe two, three blocks away? Yeah. 
incredible. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's also very French. Let's uh, let's get that. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of French. You know, I've, I've been there. to Montreal before, uh, not really around the soccer community. Right. Uh, and I sort of just expected, you know, I had stayed in like touristy things, hotels and resorts, right. and I went I went snowboarding. Everybody spoke English. There wasn't really. Um, much of a concern of like not being able to communicate, right? But no, this this time I felt like, oh, this is I'm an outsider. I'm a foreigner here. Oh yeah, no, we're amongst the people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The people <laughs> they do not want to speak English. They don't want to. Some people have been rude to us because we don't speak English. Oh well, I think it's because we were American. That yeah, were rude to us. One bartender in particular who didn't get a tip. <laughs> That's right, homie. <laughs> because he wasn't. I mean. It, yeah, it was absurd. He was so comically rude to us. I mean, not like New York rude, like, what do you want? Hurry no, up. No, no. this was like, ugh. Yeah, just this like, was like couldn't. like rolling the eyes. Like, enough. Yeah, like, he just, just, uh, just, had, he, he just had enough of, of Americans coming by. Yeah, we were the last ones here. And I think there were other Americans in the bar, so I think when yeah. we got there, he was done. And by the way, it wasn't a bar. It was a, uh, a room shaped like a bar <laughs> with a very big bar and beers on tap. But apparently, that's a restaurant. Yeah. And they have to serve you food legally, not just beer. Not just And beer. I was like, I gave him the old jerk off symbol. Like, right. This was after his me It's like, <laughs> I look at Christian. I'm like, clearly, this is the, oh, look, two Americans rule that yo, you also have to buy food. Yeah. And then he immediately goes, the cheapest options is a hamburger or the french fries. And we're like, we'll take the french fries, even though we just ate about a pound and a half each. <laughs> Of smoked meat sandwiches at Schwartz. Yeah, we so we we uh, yeah. So let's get that. The the ultras were unbelievable. There was <laughs> there were uh, there were fireworks. They were I mean literal I mean, fireworks. The cheering thing was I mean how many people would you think it, would you say it was a couple hundred? Yeah, I would say easily it felt like two to three hundred people. Two to three hundred people all marching down these tiny Montreal streets. They were all chanting in unison. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was uh, Toronto sucks kind of a chant. Yeah, that was the only English thing they said. From then on, it was everything it was in everything French. French yeah. But it was beautiful. I mean, it was. Uh, there was pyro everywhere, a lot of guys with road flares, a lot of blue smoke, uh, which smells like garbage. Uh, you know, just a lot of people singing in, in chants. seemed like there was pyro at certain intervals, like people knew where to stand. It was very well organized. organized. Yeah. The cops were sort of... The cops were leading the march. Right, so the it wasn't, it wasn't just a band of, like, just vagrants. Yeah, no, the you know, the cops hate Toronto <laughs> FC as well. <laughs> the yeah, cops dude. were throwing flares as well. Uh, it was... Uh, uh, it was it was cool to be a part of. Yeah, that was like it, it, it was cool to see that and and yeah, we did not march with them. We we filmed them. I, I don't want any. You know, we're we're certainly not ultras, and it, we're not walking in there. Exactly. But we did walk amongst them for a little bit for to get some video, and it was just honestly like a lot of respect to the ultras here in Montreal. You know, they don't get a lot of credit for for their fan base. Man, it was beautiful. I mean, yeah. anyway, they, they did an amazing job. Beautiful is the it's just the, it's the right word. You can go on our Instagram. At Soccer Cooligans, and you can see some of the videos of the of the march, uh, and it was cool. It, it, and there's something about it being in another language, and maybe specifically French, that it's it's it sounds it almost sounds like a, a beautiful song. Right, it's very romantic, you know. Yeah. I'm like, is this a, a like a, an R&B track? Yeah, that- yeah, yeah. Do you hate Toronto? Or do you want to make love to Toronto? Yeah. Jade. It was it was nice. It was nice. Uh, so when we got to uh, when we got to the game, obviously we're a little exhausted. We got. They're early. Also, we didn't know where to walk in, but like the horde of the of the crowd pushed us through. Pushed us gate. through, and literally, and the and the 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 smoke came in through like in, yeah, into the arena, into like the foyer of the arena, <laughs> and they started letting out firecrackers and like outside 
sort of fireworks inside yes. the arena. So it was like exploding on the ceiling. It was wild. This, <laughs> like if because at Yankee Stadium, Securitas, the, the security company that handles like all you know all all the the, the cr- handles the crowd. Right. They lose their mind if yeah. you just even have like a GoPro. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they just yeah. you get tackled <laughs> for a cell phone that and, you're holding in landscape. Any little thing you're doing like triggers them. They're they're very very cautious and. In this match at Olympic Stadium, with 61,000 people, they are letting, I mean, it's like a Roman candle. They're setting up Roman candles yes. indoors, yes, which yes, is exactly wildly right. dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were like, where's all of this explosion <laughs> coming from? And like, it's always above your head. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, a lot of times. Oh, God, we felt like Palestinians who live near the wall, you know? <laughs> For the for the most part, when, uh, when any any arena in in the country, in, in especially in the U.S., like you know, they search you. You can't bring in, I mean, flammable things that, right. that without a doubt that you cannot. But the, the people, I, I don't know if the security company, uh, uh, the the security at Olympic Stadium, they were just like, I mean, people could have been holding. Yeah, they hired Nah, you cool security. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what Call you do? Nah, you cool. Yo, can I go in? Nah, yeah, you cool. You yeah, cool. You cool. Yeah. Yo, is this allowed? Nah, you cool. <laughs> the only thing, yeah, and it was funny. You had a bag. You had a, a backpack, which, by the way, fit the requirements. Yeah, it was. Small we did enough. a very official measurement using the top knuckle of my thumb as inch. <laughs> And it was below the 14 by 14 by 6. Uh, but as soon as you walked in, they're like, no, you're not allowed. Uh, in New York, that would have been a much more abrupt and rough and very curt, you know, sort of, no, you're not allowed in. But they were very nice. They walked us over to the security table where you check in your bags. There's a place to check in your bags. Yeah, for uh, free. Yeah. And then we took out sort of a thing that holds the GoPro. So it's not a selfie stick. It's like a handle. A little handle, yeah. And um, – it looks like it might open up to a selfie stick. Like, it looks like the kind that you can't open up. So they were like, oh, no, 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 you know? And uh, we got the security. Like, the head of security came over, and they were like, hello, bonsoir. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, is this allowed? And he was, like, speaking in French. And, oh, is that open up? And we're like, no, 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 it stays tight. And he goes, oh, yeah, you're fine. And he tells everyone, fine. He walks away, sipping on tea or whatever. It was, like, it's such a different atmosphere. <laughs> in New York, you would be speaking to a uh, – you'd be in the box overnight. You'd be speaking to a sergeant <laughs> the next morning. And yeah. you'd find out that your handle was allowed. <laughs> In the stadium, <laughs> yeah, they were uh, they were pretty chill with almost everything. Yeah, they were uh, very cool, and also like their foyers, like the ceiling is very low. So they went to this area that's sort of round and has like a slight little dome, and that's where they started chanting. It felt like all sixty one thousand people were in that room with us at that moment, chanting. Yeah, uh, TV cameras everywhere, every news outlet. Was news there. Outlet, yeah, somebody from we, you spoke to somebody from the CBC. CBC, that's right. They interviewed me. Well, actually, I interviewed <laughs> you, him you impromptu, for, forcefully. Interviewed. Yeah, he did not want a camera in his face, but guess what he got? The homie got a camera in his face. Uh, uh, but when we got, and to- I go, what channel? He kind of like, what? No one ever says that because it was CBC, and like everyone knows what that. Is. Exactly, but we don't. So we're like, "What channel is that?" I think it's gonna be like a thousand and eight, and we go six. CBC <laughs> is that on Netflix? Yeah, what's, yeah. What, what's that channel I'm at? That, yo. <laughs> is it a website? Are you on YouTube, my dude? <laughs> I mean, literally, it's like a proper news report. Yeah, it would be like someone saying ESPN, and they're like, "What channel is that?" You know? Yo, how many Twitter files you got, bro? Yeah, I, I, I can't. I never heard of that joke. 
Yeah, you got the blue check on Twitter? I mean, I ain't talking to you if you ain't got that blue check. But they, uh, we got in, and uh, the game was delayed. You, I mean, you must have seen this on uh, on the telecast because the game was was supposed to start at 8 p.m. Didn't really start to about 8:45. We're still at this part of the story. My God, yeah, uh, it's yeah, a- we're exhausted. <laughs> we're exhausted. And all of a sudden, they say that there's a delay. Like they came out and did the warm up. They had technical difficulty. Yeah, but like they came out and did the warm up, and everyone cheered. The stadium yeah. started filling in. Montreal's a bit of a late city, so people started. We're still filling in. And uh, we're like, oh, here comes the match. Mm-hmm. And the clock counted down. And then right around like two minutes left before the match starts, we get an announcement that it's going to be delayed for technical difficulties. And we're like, what could that possibly be? And then we start seeing people spray painting the lines of the 18-yard box. Yeah, the outside lines of the 18-yard box. So apparently it was uh, the, the referee had seen that the the 18-yard the box was... Actually, I mean, 16 was yards. Not, well, yeah, it was basically about 16 yards. Yeah. It was, it was uh, maybe, about, uh, maybe about 14 yards. It, it seemed like it, it was on both sides. Yeah, it looks like they, they added about they, two yards Two on yards each on, each, yeah. on each end. So they had to spray paint the, the, the outside lines. They spray painted it green. Green. Uh, <laughs> Literally, like, just a bunch of people with, with spray cans. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, there's not a machine that does that. There's <laughs> not a, a eraser, a line eraser machine. It's just four... Quebec, Quebecois, <laughs> with green spray paint. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, they they went into the you know the graffiti uh, supply section. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, and spray painted, and that took you know about fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Uh, yeah. And then finally, the the guy who puts the lines on the ground, the chalk guy, the chalk guy, the hero of <laughs> the, the night. I mean, has not paid for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> in these last 12, 24 hours, whatever it's been. So this guy, uh, that, that was probably the thing that was most confusing to me. Why did it take so long for that the chalk guy to come right. out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, took, yeah. It took, I mean, easily well, I took about. the machine was away. I bet you, you know, they're done with the machine. They probably put it away somewhere deep behind, like, chairs and stuff. Even that seems irresponsible. Yeah. You know? Uh, behind your childhood toys, you know, your grandmother <laughs> keeps there, all the way back. Deep in the closet. Yeah, yeah. you don't, you don't expect. GI yeah, it's like your air conditioner when you're done for the winter. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, really like, pack it under there, you know? Like, you know, we're never going to use gonna, this thing <laughs> again. Yeah. So, put it under the Christmas lights. And that's really what it seemed like. Uh, it took a, I mean, it took a very long time for the guy to come out. But so when he long, did. man, that when he came out. When he came out, I mean, the cheers. When I mean, people saw this little, like, tricycle with, like, a tin can <laughs> on it, when people saw that, I looked out thinking, like, Beckham walked onto the pitch, you know? <laughs> I mean, it was it was literally like, uh, you know, the the announcement that Drogba is coming to Montreal. Yeah, you know, it, yeah was that. it was like Beyonce coming out of the center pitch <laughs> through the floor, through the ground. That's they honestly lost the energy. their minds for this man. And every time he sprayed one of the lines, they was like, oh. Uh, when he completed uh, one line. Yeah. <laughs> When he completed, so it was, that so guy we were, must have felt like, <laughs> like he should have never quit that band in high school. You know, he was like, "This is what it should have been like, man." He was, uh, he was happy, but then Steve, uh, <laughs> Matu, get out. <laughs> Finally, when the the match began, uh, I mean, Montreal got at it immediately. Boy. I mean, here's the thing: you actually mentioned this, and I'll give you all the credit in the world. We were talking about. God, you know, this energy is... I mean, it was intense. It was more intense than I think any, any energy I felt uh, since Pirlo came on the pitch. It was that level yeah. of energy for the entire pre-match. And uh, you, I had said, man, imagine what this place is going to feel like if they lose, you know? And you said, no, with this energy, I, I can't imagine they don't come out basically, like, to paraphrase what you said, like, all guns blazing. Yeah, yeah. And holy shit, were you right? <laughs> I mean, they came out. Who was it that scored first? Was it a young girl or uh, a Oduro. Oduro. Oduro, who was 
clearly uh, running at Usain Bolt speeds. He was on something. He I was. don't care what you say. <laughs> they piss the, test that dude the, right after that match because that dude was on something. It, so look, that I feel like that delay really uh, clearly affected Toronto negatively because it, it almost to, to, to some degree it looked like you know how when in FIFA when you start uh, your uh, the second half with the fatigue level, you know, yeah, it was a little it was, it was a little lower, yeah. and it, it seemed like, uh, uh, you know, t- it seemed like Toronto started the first half as like the second half in FIFA. They just yes. looked slower. Yeah, they uh, did. They looked like they traveled very far to get there. Like yeah. that type of uh, sort of leth- lethar- lethargy. Lethar- lethargy. Lethargy. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, <laughs> that was a question uh, in tone. Uh, so thank you. Uh, yeah, they, that lethargy, like you could see it, like it weighed on them. But also, I think it's also we're grading them on a curve because Montreal looks like they also made their own lines uh, in the <laughs> locker room. They had their own chalk guy, if you yeah. know what I'm saying. <laughs> Homie named Pedro was out there doling out the good good because these dudes came out ready to go. And do you want... Do you want to know what it's like to be a rock star? Close your eyes and wait for Nacho Piatti to get the ball. Because that place goes buck wild. That was cool. 61,000 Canadians going (laughs) fucking ape shit. Yeah, it's cool. It was cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, for the I I haven't been to any other uh, we haven't been to any other MLS games this season and and other stadiums. So so we get to see sort of the 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 love that NYCFC has for Villa, Pirlo, Lampard. Yes. Uh, We got to win it. And so it was actually really cool to see you know that similar love, but showing it to the to their players. We, we you know we've seen Drogba play, we've seen Piatti play, right? But only in 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 a away stadium, right? But seeing the 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 Montreal fans, how they love Piatti, I and mean, when Piatti has the, I mean, they, there's a there's it's that comfort that they feel, right? Uh, uh, the, the f- comfort that we feel when Pirlo has the ball, we're right, like, exactly. he's gonna grandmother's do, hugging them, yeah. <laughs> Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be fine. And Piatti, I mean, he didn't disappoint for the most part. Like for the most part, they, they, he was great. There were maybe two three plays that he he. He was like, dude, you're doing a little too much. Yeah, yeah, like, he was out there. He would look like river dancing at one point. <laughs> but he got he got some style, man. Yeah, dude, he's got – you know what I like about him too is that other than those three moments, he doesn't try to do too much. Yeah. You know, he's not out there – you know, sometimes you can feel it with certain players that maybe technical skill is above the rest of the club when they're out there or the other ten guys, and they feel – they put it on themselves to do too much. Piotti literally played the best – winger that he could the entire match uh, maybe outside of three little moments he literally was just focused on being the best at being forward into the left hand side as you possibly could and i gotta give everyone else on that on that team credit it seemed like everyone came out to play their position there wasn't a lot of finger pointing there wasn't a lot of people having to cover for the other person you know, when, when one of the defenders went forward, someone covered for him immediately. Yeah. Very well-managed club. That, Very that, well. They that, came out 100% prepared. Yeah, in the first half, I mean, they like, credit to them. They, they got two early goals in the uh, in the 10th minute, and then in the 12th minute, Oduro was the first one. Man- Mancosu was the second, uh, which uh, another great cross from uh, oh, Piatti. And Mancosu just, like, he just looked like the only one in the box that wanted the ball at that yeah. moment. Toronto, uh, yeah, they were kind of... Uh, uh, shocked at at how like quickly uh, Montreal came came out at them, and and you you could see especially this, in the second goal, Jovinko was really really upset, right? Uh, and and getting very frustrated. Then second half starts. They had him in his pocket. Yeah, I mean, pocket uh, the, 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 look defensively, Montreal in the first half they they 
had Toronto's number. Uh, Al- Altador really wasn't pushing anybody around, wasn't doing much of anything. Toronto was definitely playing a lot of uh, just like long balls because I think they just wanted. Yeah, they could not get central. Montreal stayed extremely compact. They just couldn't push the ball central, which looks like that's what they were trying to do. You know, they had Michael Bradley deep seating, yeah. uh, trying to sort of do the Pirlo thing, which is like maybe ping out some passes from just behind the midfield. And uh, was not working, man. It, yeah. What was that? Uh, Donadello and, and uh, Bernier, they were prepared, man. They uh, were. Who was? Oh, no. What's his name? Uh, Cabrera is the center back. No, not that. I'm talking about uh, the two, uh, like, sort of more oh, okay. defensive minded midfielders. That's right, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they were so good. Yeah, but no, Cabrera. Yeah, I they mean, were. He, I, it's easy to put Javinko in your pocket physically, but he did it through the match. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, they, they uh, dominant. First half. Very. Uh, you could. Uh, it was. Cool to see how uh, 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 proud um, uh, the team felt, uh, the fans felt uh, yeah. at that moment. Seeing 61,000 people were just like, I, you know, I, I was saying just uh, before, I, didn't, I don't know if I said it right on the podcast. I had never been to a game with that many people, but uh, it was cool to see that. And they came out in the second half back, same thing. I mean, Oyongo scores a goal that probably shouldn't go in. Yeah. Uh, Clint Irwin just... Uh, First, I forgot who was defending, but just like you got to just play the guy, you got to play Oyongo a little tighter. Yeah, and Oyongo was like streaking forward. Exactly. Yeah, it was a breakaway. And it seemed like he was passing everybody. Uh, he was he was he was going fast, but he had a defender in front of him. Yeah, and yeah, just you don't allow that shot. And also, Irwin, that shouldn't go in. It, no. it, the, the ball bounced like six times. Sort before of from it, like just outside the box, across the face of the goal, kind of diagonally. Exactly. And I mean, yeah. it, it was a great shot, but. Perfectly pointed. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a defensive lapse from from the keeper and from uh, from the center back. And it was three 0 And honestly, the energy was like, all right, so let's just call it and let's go get drinks. You <laughs> yeah, know? That, like, that's, let's just move. That's really what it felt like because yeah, the second half, Toronto. Uh, yeah, they came to life. Uh, you, Something happened. Montreal. I, I, that I think that third goal almost hurt them more than it helped. Right, because they they, they took their foot off the gas. They really did. Yeah, it and, really it felt like, and I you know to match the energy in the room, it felt like all right, match is over. Mm-hmm. We did good. Maybe we'll get a fourth. That's how the, you can tell that the energy was. And they're like, we'll see you in Toronto. And, you know, for those of us who are NYCFC fans, we know things can change very, very fast. <laughs> very quickly. Especially when you're playing against Toronto. Uh, uh, and they, they did their thing, man. And that's the thing is that, yeah, Toronto is just uh, a, a team you can't, yeah, you can't take the gas. You can't hit the brakes at all. No, because you it, can't blink with them. They're, they're just way too strong. It and, felt like Toronto was the big guy at a bar who a little guy picked a fight with him. Mm-hmm. And the, the little dude gets a bunch of punches up front and surprises the big dude with how fast he is. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh. And the big dude's like, I got a couple in here, too. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the guy got back a few punches, man. It was, so I ended up, they scored. Yeah, uh, uh, Josie Altador scored. It was a, 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 a little chip across uh, that, that Josie Altador headed in. But it was like a, a bit of a... a you know, uh, a, a scrum at, at that point. Like the a ball was awful. Yeah, the ball was bouncing around uh, a lot. It, it hit Very the it, it hit the post, uh, um, and, and then it, it lands to Javinko's feet. Uh, he does a little cross. Altador heads it in. I mean, good goal. I mean, that, yeah. there's not much you can do about that. You give up that one goal, you, you, still three one. You're still happy with that. Yeah, result. you can go into Toronto knowing you lead by two and you play defensively. I mean, you know, for the most part, I think. Toronto had maybe 70% of the possession, you know? I, I wouldn't say that excessive, but definitely more. They, yeah, yeah. Especially especially in the second half. They were very, very uh, dominant. dominant sure. And they, they, they changed strategies 
completely. They weren't uh, doing the long ball as no, much. They're really uh, get, connecting a lot of passes. Yeah, and also they seem to start going a little bit wide. That might have just been me. I went to the bathroom. Uh, so I missed a little bit. I missed. Um, I heard it. I you missed the, the missed the first goal. You missed the outdoor goal. I missed the outdoor goal, and I missed uh, drug you know, coming drug in. Coming in. Yeah. I mean, there were people there with the Cote of War jerseys and flag. Yeah. I mean, huge. It must be a very big uh, Ivory Coast population, or a significant enough because we saw yeah, those I, flags. I, yeah, I saw flags and people. And, yeah, uh, people. There were many people came for the match because you know from outside uh, neighborhoods or something because it was just incredible man uh, let me tell you something when drugba comes in it, it's like the chalk guy was back out there you know <laughs> yeah that's the, the chalk guy get hit? The, that's he, the kind of energy it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he the new center man he's out there with the machine everybody's like what's so much shoot what's no? what's everybody cheering for drugba is it chalk guy what's yeah. chalk guy <laughs> oh the chalk guy's back there people at the concession stand he's going to lay another line um yeah drugba came in and that was a, that was yeah it was another cool moment uh uh and and Jarwa, he he came in for Mancosu. Um, at that point, he I don't know if he needed to or didn't. Look, Jarwa was going to play the game without yeah, a Drug doubt. Yeah, was in there. Also, you could you know the energy was that everyone felt like this might be his last match at home. Yes, yes, and it was, it was. Yeah, it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. So like you know you know he, there was a. I said I even said to you like when Jarwa comes in, I assumed it was going to be like the eighty third minute or something. But you knew the energy was going to be up. Yeah, he, but he came in like early 60, 67th, 80, 67, something like that. Maybe, yeah. uh, and he he made a couple poor decisions. He, he probably held on to the ball too long. Yeah. Uh, took some probably unnecessary shots. I think he just wanted he wanted that home run ball. Oh yeah, that screamer. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and th- and there was a a throw in that landed right on his chest, fell fell to his feet, and and, and he hit it wide. We and got cameras prepared. Everyone, st- everyone stood on their feet. People would have lost their minds if he if he put but one in the net. This is something that frustrates a lot of people in Europe when we talk about, uh, you know, the MLS. And we say sometimes the teams play better without certain DPs. And I could say without a shadow of a doubt that Montreal is one of them. Yeah. They play as a unit when they're uh, minus uh, Drogba. Drogba comes in. Everybody wants to give Drogba the ball. Essentially, what I've realized just watching it is probably something that happened to PLO early on is you're playing, Drug was playing with 10 other of his fans. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there's like, you know, the interest is in, oh, my God, let me see if I can give him an assist or let me see what he's going to do with this ball or how great would it be if I give him like a perfect pass? And maybe maybe nine of his fans because Piatti, I think, is the only one that doesn't really enjoy uh, playing with him. But you could see how different the, the team is when he's in it. Yeah, uh, it, it, it would have been absolutely epic if uh, <clears throat> if he if he uh, was maybe just a, a made a one or two like better decisions. Uh, right. But hair wise, or <laughs> sorry, that slick back ponytail <laughs> just always he looks like a card shark to me. You know, um, looks like he's in the World Series of Poker. But over overall. Uh, he was, uh, yeah, he wasn't as effective as probably he, he should have been. Uh, but also yeah, we'll be we ta- You shouldn't have him sit that long. That's bad for your knees. You maybe, know what maybe. But uh, just a, a couple minutes after uh, Drogba comes in, uh, Toronto gets another goal. The goal from Michael Bradley, which if uh, I was looking at the replays this morning, and yeah. probably shouldn't have been allowed mainly because Alto, and and I sort of felt this at the game but I couldn't tell if the player was diving I, I forgot who was defending Josie when when he had the ball at that right. moment uh but he pushed the defender he just pushed 
that the, the I mean, literally push the defender Shoulder to the ground. Or no, two no, no, hands. hand. One hand is you use his left arm to push the defender to the ground and then pass it to Bradley, and Bradley hit it in. And the fact that the ref didn't see well, that or I call mean, this that ref was this ref definitely let a lot go. He let a lot go. Yeah, I mean, this ref. You know, I don't want to say anything too inflammatory, but I, I think he might have been watching another match on his phone during the match. <laughs> he, I don't know what was happening. I mean, he, he didn't just let a lot go. He was calling the game in sort of in an unbalanced way. I don't know me. if it was unbalanced. I, I, so, uh, so Meaning, I don't think he was biased towards any specific club. I just think that sometimes something he would whistle, and then he wouldn't whistle that in other, in other moments. Like a similar sort of maybe shove or push. Yeah. He was very frustrated. He was very, tone he was very he was lenient. Uh, he was very lenient with a lot of, uh, a lot of fouls. Yeah. And the, I, I was watching uh, MLS, you know, MLS Instant Replay. Uh, yeah. And they, and I, and I didn't realize this at the match, but he didn't give out one yellow card. No, he didn't give out a yellow at all. At all. So, and, and that was crazy because there were a couple fouls uh, yeah. that really merited Really merited them for sure. Uh, there was one where I mean, clearly was a was a studs up. Yeah, Laurent Simon uh, did a slide against um, I, I forgot his name. Uh, I think he was the dude with the green shoes, right? Yeah, I don't remember uh, the the guy that got into the fight with David Villa, the one that Villa kicked in the back of the leg. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, which apparently is allowed. Thank you, <laughs> MLS. Um, so yeah, there were a couple fouls that that uh, there were you know definitely merited a yellow card, yeah. um, but. Some people, yeah, in, in some replay, they were sort of suggesting that the ref, uh, because a couple of people were on uh, yellow card uh, warning, so they so they would miss the, the second leg, and, and he thinks that that's the reason why he didn't give the yellow cards. Well, that's just stupid Which, because yeah. now that other guy has to do the same thing because of the final. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, Bradley scores. Maybe that all goes away. Uh, Bradley scores uh, three to two. And uh, yeah, Toronto looked like they could possibly get a, a third one. I mean, it, it, there were there was maybe one or two moments where it looked like uh, Montreal might get the fourth in sort of uh, uh, in the final minutes of the game, but would not be. Yeah, it wouldn't would be. Would not be three and, two uh, I, for the most part. Um, uh, I think everyone in the room towards like from the seventy eighth minute on expected Toronto to get the third goal and have it be yeah you know, were, nil nil on the, aggregate going in essentially exactly I, I think the you know Montreal especially against Toronto they haven't really been dominant per se uh, so be, especially being up three nil I think people didn't know how to handle that yeah your brain's like that's not possible this is, <laughs> this is weird uh, and yeah and obviously yeah in the second half they sort of adjusted to like what Montreal is kind of like and, and, and getting to see them up close and getting to see them in like their best atmosphere right. with so many fans you really see uh what the strengths of Montreal are I mean they, they they're gifted with the ball yes. and they are fast oh, they God. just have Everybody. so many fast but count there are just a Unbelievable counterattacking team, yeah. and and it's no joke. I mean, Adoro, Oyongo, uh, even Piatti, just blazing fast. Yeah, I mean Adoro, Oyongo, those two in particular. I mean, you know, uh, if racists say that you know black people have extra muscles, I think you're wrong. These two <laughs> might. These two dudes might. Wow, you, you're gonna, so fast. You're gonna justify. You're gonna, you're gonna say this theory uh, well, no, has some racism is because all all of them. I'm saying these two gentlemen. <laughs> just, and I just realized they're both black, so yeah, that's probably not a good thing. Uh, what I just said, but 
What I'm saying is these two guys are just – and the funny thing is, is, like, they're not just fast, you know? Now, I said to you during the match, imagine, imagine David Akam, who's probably the fastest player in the league, uh, played on this team. I mean, uh, you know, you uh, wouldn't no, be able to – It wouldn't be fair. No, you'd have – if you're 10 guys, it would be five guys on one side of the pitch, five guys on the other waiting no. for him. They would all be off sides all the time. Yeah, they would be course. like, no, you're running yeah. through – t- slow down because you're going to – got to be honest. I don't even know if you were all side. I'm just going to assume you were. <laughs> you're running too fast. Yeah, dude, the sideline judge is going to have the biggest calves <laughs> in the world because <laughs> – I, you know, these guys are just so, both of these guys are so fast. So, like, the moment there's a ball that looks like, oh, no one's going to be able to catch that, all of a sudden the energy in the crowd's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Because here comes, here comes a yeah. Doro streaking towards <laughs> that ball. And, dude, when they counter, they make the pitch look so small because they get to the other side so fast. And it's like the fa- you're, you're, if you're a center back, you're screwed. You're not nearly as fast as them. And they're at full pace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was impressive. Uh, look, oh, yeah, just in, in, overall, uh, a great game. Uh, it was just absolutely awesome uh, to be there. Yeah, uh, it, it was great energy. Great energy. Yeah, it was. Uh, we, we, you know, we were talking about going to this game uh, for a couple of weeks, and so I'm so glad we did. I mean, that that was uh, one of the. It was like one of those experiences. Like, oh, I'm always going to remember being in Montreal that day to get to get and see that game. Uh, and, yeah, that was, uh, wait, so, the yeah, the four, 405 Derby, the Canada Classico. We're calling it the Canada Classico. Because uh, that, uh, that was just great. And yet, I mean, this, I hope the next time these two clubs meet, if it's not a playoff, it still has this energy. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, Toronto is going to be lit. Yeah. Uh, we, we can't go to that match. I kind of wish we could. <laughs> it is that, I mean, the energy of these, of this match, it, you said in the beginning, right until the chalk thing, right until the lines that have been repainted, <laughs> we were like, this doesn't feel like MLS. This feels like Champions League. Yeah. It had that feeling. It just did. Yeah. And that, I promise and, you and it made me jealous. I'm like, I want this. Yes. I want this in the U.S. I, I want, want 61. Games. You even said, like, maybe the next time Red Bull plays uh, NYCFC, it could be a giant stadium. Wouldn't that be like, great? 70,000 people to see the New York Derby. Oh, man. How great would that Let's be? Let's all just fly to the Azteca. <laughs> <laughs> or let's go to Ann Arbor. That's probably easier to get to, right? Let's go to Ann Arbor, 110,000 people, and let's do it, Yeah, y'all. I mean, this was incredible. This, this was great. And, and uh, you know, uh, just, the, just the people in Montreal, with the people we were sitting next to were really cool. Uh, everyone was super nice, everyone, except that one bartender. Except that one bartender. He, we, we, can't, we can't speak kindly of him. He was the mm. only one that was giving us any issues. Oh, we got no tip. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, we, uh, yeah, after the game, uh, we, we had some where – where, where did we eat? What is that place? We went to Schwartz. Schwartz, <laughs> uh, which, is, meat. which is uh, it, it's it's the Cat's Deli of of Montreal. Uh, Damn, and it was uh, it was very good. Oh God, incredible! And it, you know, it's not like pastrami. Pastrami has a big salt flavor. This is like sort of seasoning flavor. Yeah, this was very. This was uh, like I usually I've I've been to Cat's Deli a couple times, and I, I I don't know is that what we ate pastrami. I don't know what we ate. It was beef. well, smoked meat is a is is it's a similar type of pastrami. Okay, it's more um it's more of the the breast of of the of the cow. Them titties, um, them cow titties. We eating them titties, boy. <laughs> when you go out with the cool again, <laughs> we don't go see them shake. We go eat them joints. Uh, yeah, we ate them cow titties. Uh, we ate smoked cow titties. Uh, it's salt cured in New York. So both Jewish, right, both Orthodox communities um, or Jewish communities. In New York, they took on more of the, and I don't know if it's because it's Ashkenazi, they took on more of their 
uh, the smoked meat. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, not smoked meat, salt, cured meat um, here. And then they boil it more in New York here. Less boiled, no real salt, just intense dry seasoning. So it's not wet. It's not uh, wet brine. It's not brined, okay. which is like a wet cure. This it's is not wet titties. No, they're not wet titties, right? <laughs> no, this is not a wet t-shirt contest. Uh, this is just salted and then, uh, what, did he, uh, what did he say? He cured it for 10 yeah. days? I, I, I can't stress. It was. Very, it's like I had to not eat more than I should. I mean, yeah. it, it, than I could. Cause they it was, put out like half a loaf of bread like, and you make your own sandwiches. Yeah, it's very good. Very and good. Christian had more than two, which I I'm had very more, proud yeah, of Yeah, I, I had three. And I might have had five, but that's besides the point. <laughs> five, like, you know, double, double patty. Why are you making it worse? Why are you making it worse? Dog? It was, I was I, just giving you credit. And here you go. You know what that is? That's the two oranges talking. <laughs> that's them two oranges talking. This is why I don't like when you eat like that. <laughs> Baby bird eating over here. It's two little oranges thinking about the nap he's going to take in the uh, car. But it, was, it was cool. It was nice. Uh, Vic, right? Yeah, Vic. Muse Vic. Muse Vic. Uh, a rapper, artist out here. A like, friend what, of mine. A friend of Alexis. He was so cool. Took us uh, uh, to... Him a, and uh, Boré. 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 B-O-R-Y. Boré. Okay. Come on now. <laughs> with the twisted mustache. Yo, dude, these two was, dudes are like, I want to come back to Montreal and just hang out with them. They're the, the coolest day. dudes in the world. Oh, they're so dude. Dude, like, yo, but he has, he's a barber here. He's got the twisty handlebar yeah, he mustache. Yeah, handlebar mustache. And the dude is rolling in his own cigarettes. Like, it but was tight. like hanging out. Yo, so tight, tight, tight duh, cigarette. Duh, focus. <laughs> focus on that cigarette rolling. Yo, no joke. He looked like Asian Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> <laughs> the homie was just, I mean, yo, swagged out too. Yeah. Great style. Both these dudes, great style. Yo, how about music with the throwback? Yeah. The old USL, Quebec on the front, in Montreal Impact jersey. Yeah, it was dope. That, Way yeah. throwback. We'll see him in the video. You'll I mean, these him. guys were great. Yeah, so yeah, go make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We, we're going to uh, put out a video of, uh, of our time in Montreal. We might put out a couple. I yeah. mean, give a- us some time because we got a lot of shit we're editing. Yeah, great. You know, we're not a big network. <laughs> we're, working you know? a, we're building that. We're building that empire. We're also building some bridges. <laughs> Shouts to all the people from Kick that we hung out with. Yeah, uh, so uh, this is, uh, I mean, this is, oh, oh this is trip has just been great what a this great incredible yeah decision that we uh, and dude, on our I can't part stress enough we were just like hey do you think you want to go to like we weren't like inspired to go to the match we just kind of wanted to do it it wasn't too far yeah. of a drive and we thought let's do it boy we're walking away with such a positive feeling about this great yeah just the whole, the whole town is awesome they're great uh the game was great second uh, slash third favorite city in the world <laughs> uh so guys uh obviously this has been a shorter episode we you know very yeah. um, mostly about our trip but thank you for listening no real breaks also uh shout to mac weldon really really comfortable underwear i've worn them on the entire trip they don't smell <laughs> They're amazing. They felt yeah. great. It's a, uh, it's a miracle. After all the all that uh, cured meat. We didn't even me. talk about the Jimmy Conrad interview we did. Wait, it was amazing. Just, We're going to yeah. put that video out. The Let's RJ Allen interview we did. <laughs> they were going to put that out. You guys are going to get chock full of content There's so from much us. heat coming. Oh, uh, guys, just... we are doing so much. We're trying to give you guys some amazing stuff. So thank you to Mac Weldon. Thank you to Braven Brewery. That's right, for, um, for sponsoring that event as well. Oh, sponsoring that event. Jimmy and Conrad. we hope everything works out okay for you guys uh, on a private thing. Um, 
Uh, Mac Weldon, Braven Brewery. Who else? Oh, Upper 90. Thank you, Upper 90, for letting us use your space. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Roddy, for the speakers. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. the Roddy, Joshua, uh, the, <laughs> the other kid with the bigger hair. I'm sorry. I forgot your name, little <laughs> homie. Uh, thank you, you guys, for the, for, the, for the speakers, for letting us use them and keep them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I thank you to everyone. Thank you to my wife, Dee, for, for letting, uh, you know, me go to Canada last minute without having any responsibilities at home, like the dishes I didn't do and all that other stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is your, is your wife okay? Did she give you permission to yeah, uh, do this podcast? Is everything okay? Yeah, she was just she like, be mad at you? she said, you know, just be careful. Don't talk to strangers or people who eat two oranges at a road stop <laughs> at a freaking truck stop. You can't trust those people. No, you can't. <laughs> you guys uh, are the absolute best. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is, uh, you know, we are the Cooligans. Cooligans.